Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. When Jets head coach Robert Sala benched quarterback Zach Wilson this past week in favor of Mike White, he made it a point to say, Zach's career here is not over. I know that's going to be the narrative, but that's not even close. The full intent is to get him back on a field at some point this year. Well, coach, that's all fine and dandy, but ready or not, here it comes. You got yourself a full-blown quarterback controversy. So like I said, folks, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. And full-blown, it is. A full-blown quarterback controversy, how long it lasts, uh, if, if it becomes a full-blown soap opera and a weekly drama, that remains to be seen. But right now, it nonetheless is a quarterback controversy. Now, let me say this right off the top. When Salah made the decision to bench Zach Wilson in favor of Mike White, I totally agreed with it. I totally agree with the decision to do that. And I still do. And Mike White, to his credit, made the coach look good by leading the Jets to a 31-10 victory over the Bears, by completing 22 of 28 passes, by passing for 315 yards, by throwing three touchdowns with no picks. I totally agreed with the decision because a coach's – two two things here. A quarterback's job – is to lead his team up and down the field. That's what the quarterback's job is. Now, the coach's job, the coach's job is to put his team in the best possible position to win. And since Zach Wilson wasn't doing a good job leading the team up and down the field, the team wasn't being put in the best position to win. So Salah had to make the move. I agreed with it when it was done. I agree with it now. The, However, the but that I have about it is the following. I know the coach said what, what Zach Wilson needed was a reset. Okay, reset. Does a reset have to come with humiliation? Now, you might say, well, what are you talking about? Now, just just bear with me here. And this, this is not Pop Warner football. This is not Pee Wee football. This is professional. But I don't, I don't care if you're 7, 17, 27, 37, or 47. Okay? I don't care how old you are. Humility, humiliation can come any which way. Zach Wilson had the ball taken away, the starting job taken away, and I totally agree with it. If Zach Wilson didn't like it, which nor nor should he, I would simply say suck it up, and when you get your next opportunity, make sure you take advantage of it. But with the humiliation that I'm talking about, he went from having the football in his hands 
to not only have it taken away, he doesn't even get a uniform. He didn't dress. He was inactive against the Bears. Joe Flacco was the backup. He's standing there. I'm watching him in the rain with a hood on his head. And I'm not going to think, I'm not going to say what I think is going on in his mind. I'm going to get into the danger of thinking, of saying things that you think people know or what they're thinking. I know how I would feel under that circumstance. I mean, to me, you go from the starter to like being third string by not dressing. I thought that was much. And the reason I think it was much because, again, I, I, I don't think Salah did it intentionally to humiliate somebody. But you got to understand, you, let's look at this situation, folks. And believe me, Zach Wilson doesn't mean anything in particular to me. He's a quarterback for the New York Jets. It's not that I like him. It's not that I dislike him. He's a quarterback for the Jets. I'm not losing sleep because he was benched. I'm not losing sleep because he's has been being humiliated. And I've seen that happen in this town several times. And not just about being benched, but when a team is losing. It can be football, baseball, basketball, hockey, what have you. The lynch parties get out to hang a coach, get this guy out of town, get that. We, we've seen it. We've seen it with the Giants. We've seen it with the Jets. We've seen it with anybody. We've seen it. Fans aren't angry. When fans are angry, they boo. Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs this year. They were booing him in the playoffs. But this, to me, I, I just, yeah, you got to be tough enough to take it and all that crap, but Zach Wilson has been getting killed on social media. He's been getting killed uh, on, on talk radio nonstop. I can't turn on a car this past couple of weeks. I can't turn on a car, couldn't turn on a car without hearing something about Zach Wilson. None of it being good. Now that comes from being in the biggest market. I get it. That comes with the territory. I I totally understand that. But I, I just thought... You know, taking the ball away, and remember, I didn't say it, he said it, the intent is to get him back on the field this year. To get Zach Wilson back on the field this year, uh, you know, he needs a reset. Okay, so they're going to go into, next week the Jets are playing the Vikings. Mike White, you know, is going to start. The following week they're playing the Bills. Here's the schedule, the Jets' schedule. At Vikings, at Bills, home to the Lions, home to the Jaguars, then at Seattle, at Dolphins. Man, that, let me tell you, that's not an easy schedule. What are you going to do? Let, let's say, well, as long as they keep, keep, win, keep winning with Mike White and he plays well, he's the quarterback. Well, let's say they win next week and he doesn't play so well. Maybe he's just mediocre, but they win. You're going to take the ball away? Let's say they lose next week. He plays so-so. You're going to take the ball away. Would that be fair? 
Now, how do you expect to get Wilson back on the field? And then again, the questions are going to come up. I'm just saying, folks, suppose you don't get him back on the field. Because believe me, the big question that everybody is having, everybody's been talking about, we got to find out if he's our guy. Jet fans, you hear it nonstop. We got to find out if he's our guy moving forward. Is he the guy we can entrust the franchise with into the over the next decade? That's why you drafted him number two overall. Is he the guy? That's why you got yourselves a quarterback controversy. Full blown. And believe me, they they are nonstop. You know me, like like I'm I'm involved with the Giants, so I'm with the Giants all the time. I mean, it's been nonstop the last couple of years. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. Fortunately, Daniel Jones has shut everybody up this year. There is no position that becomes more controversial in all of sports, in all of sports, than the quarterback position. In all of sports. There is no position that has the spotlight, the microscope on in any sport more than the quarterback in football. So we got to find out, the Jets are going to have to find out if moving forward, if he's the guy, if Zach Wilson is the guy. But as long as Mike White plays, and I'm not expecting him to throw for three touchdowns and 315 yards every week. I hope you folks uh, aren't expecting that either. Because if you do, you're going to get disappointed. And I wish the young man and the Jets well on that. But you also have to be realistic. I, I just, like I said, I agreed with the move. I agreed with starting Mike White. I, I agreed with even saying that the guy, Zach Wilson, needed a reset. But to take the starting job away and then make you the third-string quarterback, that I disagreed with. I don't agree with that logic. Just don't. Just don't. But there's something else I don't agree with. I don't agree with pulling comments out of your ass and saying them publicly. And that's what ESPN analyst Booger McFarlane did this past Monday. Talking about Zach Wilson sitting in a roundtable discussion there. I quote from Booger. This guy, talking about Zach Wilson, this guy was raised by parents with money, so he has no ability to lead a football team. Got that, folks? This guy was raised by parents with money, so he has no ability to lead a football team. Again, I will say this. What kind of horseshit remark is that? How do you know, Booger McFarlane, how he was raised? Were you around this young man as a kid growing up? Were you around him in high school? 
How do you know how the money affected him? How do you know that he didn't have consequences for his actions? How do you know that, Booger McFarlane? Well, you don't know that. So how can you make such a bigoted remark? Yes, bigoted. I will also even say racist. It's a bigoted racist remark. He goes on, he says, before we ask this young man to accept responsibility, let's understand who this young man is. He hasn't ever had to take responsibility. Oh, I guess Booger knows that. We therefore want this quarterback to accept responsibility now on the biggest stage. He grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth. This reeks of how he was raised. How does it reek of how he was raised? He was playing lousy football. But Booger's taking him to task because after they lost to the Patriots in a post-game press conference, when he when Wilson was asked, uh, you, you feel you let the defense down? And his remark was, no, no. It was a stupid remark. It was a stupid answer. It was a bad answer. Even Wilson's dad got in touch with him and said, bro, what are you doing? I'm not giving you something that I know is exclusive. Everybody knows that. Yet a father got in touch with him right away when he saw us. What are you doing? What does that have to do with his parents being well off? Please tell me what that has to do with any of that. Because I don't understand it. I was so pissed off and angry when I heard that. What, folks, let me ask you a question. What do you think would happen to somebody at ESPN? If, let's say, a young man from a not well-to-do area, even from an impoverished area, quote-unquote, the hood, a hood, if you will, Bed-Stuy, Brownsville, here in New York. How about how about Compton in California? How about if a kid from there got in trouble or did something wrong? How about if somebody on ESPN or Russ Salzberg here said it here or on Yes or somebody else on Yes would say, well, what do you expect? Look where they come from. What do you think would happen? Would that be viewed as a bigoted racist remark? You're damn right it would, and you're damn right it should be. Booger McFarlane knows how this kid's parents raised him? Listen, I know nothing. I know nothing about the kid's parents. I know the, the mom likes to be on Instagram. I don't know anything about how the kid was raised. Nothing. I, I, I guess Booger McFarlane knows more than Joe Douglas, the general manager of the Jets. I guess the general manager of the Jets didn't do his due diligence to find out about 
uh, Zach Wilson. I guess he just pulled it out of his ass to draft him number two overall to want to entrust him with the franchise for the next decade. But Booger McFarlane knows because the kid comes from money. He does not have the ability to lead. You tell me what kind of remark that is. How anybody is supposed to view that. Again, Steve, Steve Young, to his credit, the Hall of Famer Steve Young, the Super Bowl champion Steve Young. Steve Young told him, that doesn't resonate. Now, by the way, Steve Young, you know, not exactly born on the wrong side of the tracks. Steve Young, who was a great, great, is a great, 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 I don't know how many greats they're involved, grandson of Br- Brigham Young. Went to Brigham Young University. Raised in Greenwich, Connecticut. Raised in Greenwich, Connecticut. So I guess he wasn't, let's put it this way, wasn't raised in an, in an impoverished home. I guess that having some money didn't hurt Steve Young. I guess, should I say that Booker McFarlane was raised in a dumb household, in a bigoted household, because he can make a remark like that? No, I wouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that, and I couldn't say that. But I will say that Booker McFarlane is a horse's ass for saying that. This guy was raised by parents with money, so he has no ability to lead a football team. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. For as long as I'm in a business, and I heard a lot of crazy stuff, continuing to hear it all the time, that was just a terrible, disgraceful remark. And you know what? Shame on Booger McFarlane and shame on ESPN for not taking him to task. Because I'll tell you what, people are owed an apology for that remark. You know, there are a lot of people who have money, who are season ticket holders to, to games, to teams in every NFL city. He owe, Booger McFarlane and ESPN owe an apology to a whole lot of people, starting with the Wilson family. Starting with the Wilson family. What Booger McFarlane said was an absolute freaking disgrace. An irresponsible, idiotic remark. That's what happens when you're given a stage and you think you're hot stuff. No. Booger McFarlane is not hot stuff. He's a horse's ass. And that, my friends, is a wrap 
on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at Russ Salzberg. Got to thank my home here at Believe.com because, as you know, Believe is the number one podcast network for professionals. Above all, got to thank you to people out there because without you people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. But you know what? There's another place I can talk to you. So if you haven't done so already, please do so. And tell your family and friends as well. Please download, real simple, download the Yes app. Real simple. Yeah, the Yes, Yes, the Yes Network. Home of the Yankees, the Nets. Download the Yes app because every week you can see me, not just hear me, but you can see me on my get my video, get a load of this podcast. I'm happy to be part, very happy to be part of the Yes family. It's going very well there, uh, just as it's going well here talking to you people. But and just to let you know, it's always it's not the same. It's not always the same subject. So you get a little different take on a little different things. But again, it's always get a load of this with me, Russ Salzberg. So again, just remember, folks, to download the Yes app. And that's it right now. So until next week, it is I, Ross Salzberg, saying bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Always remember to get a load of this. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.